0: Hey, gorgeous. This is episode number 122. You are listening to Heart Sells Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Schlansky, and today is Variety Friday. I am so, so excited that you are tuning in, that you are listening today because you are up for an amazing month with a wonderful topic of success, and it's all about your sales success. So Variety Fridays, I answer your questions, I share amazing resources with you, or I just teach what I have learned in over a decade of high-ticket event sales over the phone, where I actually talk to general managers, to owners of companies, and really ask for a high ticket so that they could attend the events. So the month of August was the month of rejection, where in every... Variety Friday episode, we covered topics that had to do with rejection and the whole month was inspired by Leo Quinn, who had a summer of 1,000 no's. So if you are struggling with rejection, being rejected in sales, not asking, not making offers, you probably want to go in and tune into all the episodes that were broadcasted in August to get inspiration, motivation, and a little bit more courage to really go for what you want to go. September is the month of success because you know September it's after the summer vacation everybody is going to go back to their businesses and yeah you still have some months to finish off the year successful so I want to make sure with the month of September that all my teachings on Variety Friday my sharings are about your success And we're going to kick off with an amazing interview I have done with the wonderful Bob Berg. I had the opportunity to visit Bob when I was in Florida. And um, yeah, we actually spent a whole day co-working together. And, you know, I'm a huge Bob Berg fan. I'm a huge fan of the Go-Giver that he has co-written with John David Mann. And the two have just created a wonderful, wonderful book series called The Go-Giver Series, which always touches my heart, which inspires me. So I thought I'm going to share something that Bob has written on recently, and I'm just going to interview him for you because he really is a sales megastar coming from his heart, being authentic, delivering amazing, amazing value and helping so many entrepreneurs to be more successful in their businesses by understanding success on a different level. So I'm super excited that you are tuning into this basically Facebook live conversation that I'm going to share here with you. So make sure you hop on over to Schlansky.com for the transcript, the show notes, the key points, and all the links to Bob. And here is Bob's bio in a nutshell. So Bob Burke is the co-author of the international bestseller, The Go-Giver, and a much thought-after speaker at sales and leadership conferences. In addition to co-authoring the best-selling Go-Giver books with John David Mann, Bob has authored a number of popular books himself. Endless Referrals is one of them that I also highly recommend for you to check out, and Adversaries into Allies is another amazing book. His total book sales are well over 1 million copies. And I'm so, so excited to have the conversation with Bob today. So let's dive right in. Hey, Facebook, what's up? So excited that you are tuning in to this live stream with my amazing friend, Bob Burke, who made a big difference in my life and my sales career, together with John David Mann and The Go-Giver.
1: Thank you.
0: I'm so excited. We're <laughs> streaming live from his office. I mean, can you believe it? So I was just at Podcast Movement learning about podcasting, how I can bring more value to the table. And now I'm on my way in Florida through Key West to catch up with other amazing friends. And it just happens that Bob lives right between Orlando. Right,
1: Orlando and uh, the Keys. Yes. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So I got the opportunity to be here <laughs> with him. and I thought, well, what can we do? to deliver value for you. And Bob has just talked about a really, really wonderful topic, dealing, successful people dealing in truth, mm. right? So what, what do you understand? Like, what's, what is that? Yeah, you know, it, it really
1: comes down to that, those who tend to be the most successful, both, you know, in general life and in business, they, they deal in, in truths, they make, they, they make sure they don't just sort of go with what they'd like to be true yeah. but that what is true. Yes and they start there. Yeah. They, they make sure to understand, to study, to embrace the, the laws of human nature, the laws of physical nature, the laws of spiritual nature, the lot right Because if we're not dealing in truth, then we're always operating from a false premise. And if the premise is false then even the greatest logic in the world can never result in a correct conclusion. So, you know, you take something like the physical laws of, uh, let's say the law of gravity, right? And we know that in our earthly existence, gravity exists. It's a thing. Now, by the way, is this good or bad? Depends. Uh, Yeah, it just is. I mean, it's good when it keeps us, it manifests as good when it keeps us from floating aimlessly up into space. Uh, we could say it manifests into something bad when we fall off a seven-story building. Okay, and if you're dealing in truths, you don't say, "Well, you know this gravity thing. I'm going to just be positive and make believe it doesn't exist. So I'm going to just try to fly off a seven-story building." Well, no, you're going to fall to the ground because Pretty gravity fun. is a thing. Yeah. And so you know, you look at the the people who invented flight. Uh, you know,
0: brothers.
1: well, yeah, and, you know, it, it, it I think was, and, and they're credited with it. And, you know, there's a great book out by Walter Isaacs. I say great book because I've heard it's great, and everything I've ever read by Walter Isaacson is great. But I haven't, and it's about the Wright brothers, and I haven't actually read that yet, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to do so. Um, they're credited with being, of course, first in flight, and they, they were, but, uh, you know, I've, uh, typically whenever there's a great breakthrough, there were always two or three or four other people, and I understand that there were a bunch of them kind of going for that, you know, that, that same. So there could have been someone in Europe, there could have been someone in Australia, you know, who knows. But, but when they were looking at, at, at um, inventing a machine that would fly, uh, they didn't say, well, you know, this gravity thing might get in the way, so let's ignore <laughs> it. No, instead, what did they do? They learned the truth. They learned the laws of physics, uh, the laws of aerodynamics. Uh, the laws of gravity, and they built a machine that could basically work uh, uh, against the resistance of all that and fly. So when we say deal in truths, it's not like you're saying, okay, well, this is just how it is. That's as as good as it's going to get. No, you you deal in truth so that you understand it in order to advance the process Mm -hmm. in a way that benefits everyone. So uh, you know, you, let's take uh, the sales process. And of course, that's your expertise. And you say, okay, so so what about sales? What's a truth about sales? And one truth about sales is that no one's going to buy from you because you have a quota to meet, right? They're not going to buy from you because <laughs> you need the money. Yeah, yeah. And they're not going to buy from you just because you're a really nice person. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's so true. Okay, I mean, right. being a nice person probably helps in the conversation. It, it helps in the conversation, yeah. but
1: it's, they're not going to buy from you for that reason, okay? Yeah. That's the truth. Say, so, oh, well, darn, I really need the money. Uh, they should buy from me for that reason. Well, unless they are your mom or dad, uh, they're not going to do so, okay? They're going to buy from you only because they believe they will be better off by doing so than by not doing so. That's true. That's human nature.
0: Well, they focus on, what's in it for them? Oh, of right? course,
1: they do, and they and they should. Yeah, because they're buying from you. If they're going to exchange their money or their time or their what have you, they should be getting more in value. Than what they're paying In economic law and economic truth says that people will exchange their money for that which they feel is of greater value than the money they're exchanging it for and
0: that's what you say so beautifully in the go giver right money is, is an, an
1: echo, echo of, of value, value right yeah. which means the value must come first you focus hmm. on bringing that value so so if you were so that's truth okay so because of this. We know that if we want another person to buy our product or service, we have got to be able to discover why they would feel it's in their best interest to buy it. Yes. So we ask them questions. And we listen and you were just on my, my podcast. We just while you were here visiting, we, we recorded an interview with you on my podcast, which will air next month. And like you were saying, it's it was it's really about, you know, taking the, the, the focus off of yourself and asking them the questions. And then, as you said, listening, uh, not to answer an objection, not to but just to listen, just to understand what their needs are, what their concerns are, what their desires are. Mm. So. When we do that, now we're advancing the process because it's about them. It's not about, about us. And so if we acknowledge that truth, that, and Dale Carnegie said it in his classic How to Win Friends and Influence People, he, he wrote, ultimately, people do things for their reasons, not our yes. reasons. Yep. Right? So that's truth. Okay? Mm-hmm. If we understand this, Now we know the best way to help them own our product or service. Make sure we communicate why it's in their best interest. And again, we do that through asking the right questions, listening, and then connecting the benefit of our product or service with what they need, want, or desire.
0: So how do you see that? Like, how do successful people do that? I mean, everybody can probably learn how to listen. Like, what and there are many successful people, but what does the creme de la creme do? Like what do people do that are like in the 1% of super, super successful?
1: Well, you know, I remember that um, in Adam Grant's excellent book, Give and Take, he cited an Australian study of financial advisors, okay, stockbrokers, who were basically um, selling their company's management of a person's growth Mm -hmm. product, financial growth products. And so they, they looked at what made again the creme de la creme, right, so successful. And now what were some of their what what were some of their, their characteristics or talents? Well, you know, they they obviously understood finance, but so did a lot of people. That, that wasn't the determining factor. That was just you had to understand that. Yeah. Uh, they worked very hard, but of course so did a lot of people. But what separated the absolute top producers from everyone else? is they were absolutely laser focused. They put the interests mm-hmm. of their prospective clients ahead of themselves and even ahead of their companies.
0: And right. I think that's key, especially when you work in a company and you can't you know, be your own boss by making up your own products. That's really important because mm-hmm. you get those deeper connections. Sure.
1: Now, you take something further, we say, okay, well, people are going to do what's in their best interest, right? So someone might say, okay, Bob, but what about the truth that as salespeople, we as human beings are self-interested? Are, is, are, don't we have to deal with that truth or are you saying just deny that we're self-interested so we can focus on them? No, don't deny that you're self-interested. Yeah. You are self-interested. So am I. We, we both are. We all are because we're human beings. Yeah. That self-interest has helped us create generations of human beings and keep the the world going, right? So no, you don't have to deny your self-interest. Just simply set it aside. Mm. Set it aside. Because, and here's why. Because you know that if you lead with yourself and why you want them to buy, because I need the money, they're not likely to buy. So actually, if you want to do what's in your best self-interest, set your self-interest aside temporarily and focus on them. And to the degree that they understand that your focus is on pleasing them, serving them, making their life better. That's the degree they're going to feel good about you. They're going to like you, but they're really going to trust you and have confidence in you. And the chances are much better that they are going to become your your customer.
0: Yeah. how How do you view like... I told you a story earlier, right? About the person who made up another person that didn't oh, exist my gosh. to get the sale. <laughs> so how do you how do you deal with people who who are thinking they really need to please the other person and they need to be like they are, like, you know, getting the rapport right. and all of this, which is taught in sales and which feels so manipulating. How do you deal with that mindset?
1: Sure. Okay. So creating report, great. I mean, that's very important. But as you said, not doing it in a way that's not authentic. Yes. And so what happened was, and in, in the story you told, a person was talking with a, a with a potential customer, and the person mentioned having, I think, a 16-year-old daughter or something yeah. like that. And he actually says something like, oh, yeah, I have a 16-year-old daughter. Ah, that's called lying. Totally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but but there are other ways of, of genuinely and authentically finding um, similarities you could in take the two your, of you. You
0: could take your niece and yeah. have them. Well, yeah. <laughs> or, or,
1: and it may not be about children. It may be yeah. about the... the the same area, or enjoying the same type of recreation, or different things, or experiences, what have you. I mean, yeah, by all means, find find uh, commonalities. That's that's great, uh, but of course, always do it honestly and, and uh, authentically.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that,
1: that that was something that really shocked me. <laughs> yeah, that was, well, yeah, I'm sure you would. too. <laughs> like, I don't
0: know if you've heard such a story before. You oh, i yeah, yeah. Of course, we've
1: all yeah. seen people who who do that. And you know, here's the thing. It's it's not even in your best interest mm. to do that. Uh, it, it because the person and, and you said this earlier. Oh, the person's going to find out eventually. May, or maybe maybe not, but they probably are going to. Yeah.
0: And if I, and this I mean, person
1: becomes a customer. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, there's a, I mean, it, you know, I, I think it was Mark Twain who's credited, and of course, Mark Twain's credited. Mark Twain and Benjamin Franklin here in the states are pretty much credited for everything that's wise. You know, <laughs> and and they a lot of times they didn't really say it, but it sounds like them. Yeah. You know, just like Gandhi. You know, should sure
0: there are more wise people? Right. In States, right?
1: Yeah. And well, uh, yeah, and <laughs> and and so, um, and so, um, but what 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 he's credited as uh, as saying is, um, oh, now I'm trying to think what he was credited as saying. <laughs> no, that's okay. <all> right. <laughs> hey, you threw me off. with you. There's probably some more wise I, people. I yeah. did. <laughs> uh, no, that's <laughs> my fault. But, um. um Oh gosh, it's about I, the I, 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 I can't. The authenticity. Yeah, and and so, uh, but I mean, it, it just comes back to that. Yeah, th- th- we can't do that. No, no, <laughs> no. And I,
0: I also feel like when you are yourself, it's so much easier. Like when you're caught up in the web of like lying. Oh, now I remember. Right? He said,
1: "Tell the truth, and you won't have to have as good a memory." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That <laughs> right? was that was. The point. Yeah,
0: totally, totally. And you know, it's so much easier when you understand that if you if you don't have rapport with a person if you can't relate it's okay right yeah you that's okay too the, you might not get the sale yeah but it's totally fine right they will fall in love with somebody else that's totally good
1: and you know and you might not quite understand but you understand they're feeling something and, and you mm-hmm. know and that's why I tell you with empathy you know you don't have to know exactly how they feel and we we were taught to say well oh, I understand how you feel well you might not and so you know yeah. the 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 best thing to say, my you know, I, I really I I don't understand how you feel because I haven't experienced that before, mm-hmm. but yeah. I do understand it's a concern, and mm-hmm. if you're concerned, it's valid. And now we talk about how to go past and and and, and now deal with it. But mm-hmm. again, you're dealing in truths.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about dealing in truth with you know how to build relationships like relationships that are true that are meaningful that are not just on the surface like how can people take or create these relationships mm-hmm. so like for example we met like about a year ago a little bit more than that i would think so yeah. and we kept in contact mm-hmm. so this enabled so many things like interviewing you for my master class interviewing you for my podcast. Now I had the opportunity to be on your podcast. Now we're <laughs> sitting here. I mean, hello. <laughs> like what can people do to ha- because I think everybody's craving deeper relationships, but sometimes they just don't know how to go about that.
1: Mm. Well I think a lot of it goes goes back to authenticity mm-hmm. and not trying to be someone you're not. Yeah. You know, making an authentic connection and, and you always talk about, you know, heart selling, heart cells, right? That's really kind of what it is in a Mm. sense. Um, And it could be done in a variety of ways because it can be person to person. It can be on the telephone. It can be online. Uh, I'll never forget the time Dondi Skumachi. And I think you know Dondi, right? She's such a a great mentor of mine and a wonderful leader. And yeah, and I met her, she is, and I met her on Twitter and probably communicated with her on Twitter for maybe six months, nine months, whatever it was. And I invited her on my podcast. And it was really funny because we this is back when I was, it wasn't podcast. It was back when I was doing it so long ago it was back when I was doing it on my my blog. And so we did it through the telephone, through a conference call line. Okay. And so we got on the phone and we just started talking. I said, hey Donnie, how are you? She goes, oh good Bob. Hi. And we're talking I said, wait a second. Have we ever actually spoken before? And she said, no, I don't think we have. And we laughed because we realized that just even through Twitter, we had actually developed a great relationship, a great friendship, right? And so I don't think it's so much the medium, but it's you know, do you genuinely want to add value to another person's life? Yeah.
0: Do you genuinely care?
1: Yeah. Do you genuinely care? And you know, Simon Sinek in his in his book Leaders Eat Last talks about trust as being a um, a biological reaction. So not a response that's thought out, a reaction, something that's just on an uh, on an emotional level or right? a biological reaction to the belief. So again, it may not even be true, but it's your belief that someone has your best interests mm. at heart. I love now, that. when it is true yes. and you do have that person's best interest at heart, wow, that's a powerful heart connection.
0: Yes. And that's that's what sells. <laughs>
1: And that's what sells. Exactly. Heart because once, yeah, yeah, because once you, you connect, um, you know, there's a, there's a, an old Talmudic saying that says, words that come from the heart enter the heart. Mm. Okay. And so once you have that heart to heart connection, which of course is exactly what you teach now, the sale, it, it's much easier for that sale to take place because the, um, the, uh, foundation for all of it is already it's already there.
0: Yeah. 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 I love talking about, you know, having your soulmate clients
1: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. how to
0: fall in love with clients. I think Tony Grabmeyer is also a common connections we have. Mm-hmm. And um, so he interviewed me for his Be Fulfilled podcast mm-hmm. and we talked about like falling in love with your clients, which sound, sounds a bit weird, but if you really <laughs> take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. If you really come from that place of service, of having their interests in mind. Yeah. That, that's what you have in a relationship. I really love that. And, you know, the go giver, which I always have to refer <laughs> to because it <laughs> is you. one of my very favorite books written in a beautiful way. And they, there's the truth in the, this book. Right. And the other books have built up on this idea. Sure. So.
1: Well, the laws that John and I discuss in the book. Uh, And we always say, uh, you know, and and, uh, we didn't make these up. (laughs) I mean, we didn't make them up. There's nothing new about them. These have been around since time immemorial. So these are truths we wanted to tap into. Now, we, we named them a certain way. And, of course, John's beautiful way of writing and telling a story, you know, but... But there's nothing new about these. And people would, it just reminds me, because when the book first came out and we were first being interviewed on this, and and people would say, so, you know, what what is it you guys put in this book that's anything new? And we'd say, well, nothing. Nothing. You know? (laughs) So so because truths basically don't change. I think it was Jim Rohn who said, beware the person who comes with um, new fundamentals, right? Because fundamentals are fundamentals because they've been around for a long time. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's basically it's universal law.
1: Universal laws, exactly. And they work across the board, whether we're talking about success in terms of financial, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, what probably a dozen other ways, mm. you know, truths are truths. Universal laws are universal laws.
0: So if you are thinking about being an entrepreneur or if you are a struggling entrepreneur, would you say that like improving and sales is like the most important thing you can start with?
1: Oh, you know, you you, you really have to. Mm. Uh, David Nagel. What's oh. with my memory today? It's been a little. You know, usually I'm pretty good, David but you know, yeah. David David Nagel, uh, the millions within, and and he talks about that. You know, that when you have a business, you you've got to be able to sell.
0: And he you has know. an amazing success story.
1: Oh. Truly amazing. I know. Truly amazing.
0: Like what really stood out with me is like when he changed his attitude. Exactly. Things came. Exactly.
1: Things. And he just, it was a decision. Like he just like, snapped a yeah. finger. It was a decision. On, yeah. On his yeah.
0: Part. We, we, we talked about it. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I had this moment and I made a decision. And off he went. Yeah. Like, wow.
1: Yeah. And, and that's an important point you bring up because it really is a decision. And so mm. much is a decision. And, you know, when we go back to dealing in truths, that's a decision. You know, we might not want to believe something is a certain way because it's inconvenient, it it doesn't feel good, it would be, wouldn't it be better if people weren't this way?
0: Yeah.
1: It's irrelevant, people are that way, you know. I I learned the hard way about uh, change uh, in the the mid 90s as it was really going more toward technology. And I got left behind, uh, you know, because, well, I don't like technology.
0: I don't want things to change. <laughs> Isn't it funny that technology? And, like, and your anyway. phone rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, right. it's just it's so it's so funny that you, and it's true, like you know, getting <laughs> onto social media, like changing the way you yeah. interact, yeah, and and often people say that it's like super superficial on social media, which I think it's not true.
1: It only if. Only if that's how it's approached, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think it's like anything else to, you know, to me, you're yeah. going to build deep relationships on yeah. social media. Again, it's, it's where's your focus. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're focused, you know, because when I, when I speak at a live conference now, and, I, and a lot of times they'll ask me to speak on social media and I'll say, you know, I can kind of, in a sense, sum it up in, 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 in a single thought. And that is before every tweet pin post or whatever it's called on the, the, the whatever medium it happens to be. Um, ask yourself, is what I'm about to click send on, is it going to add value to another person's life? Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, you start start there and, and you're, you, you know, you can, and so, uh, so yeah, it doesn't have to be super, fit. a lot of it is, but that's not because it is, it's because that's the way it's, it's utilized. Yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah. So when I, uh, when I didn't adjust and in, in keep up with the times in terms of technology, my business Uh, I lost a lot of the business, actually, because some of my clients were, And I kind of said, ah, you know, I don't really need to. No, I did need to. So it wasn't whether or not I liked change. It was the fact that change was going to happen with or without me. And that was a very painful and expensive lesson I learned because I I basically had to restart my business. And so, uh, you know, uh, so do you like change? Do you not like change? I don't know. You know, personally, I'm not a lover of change. (laughs) I'd like to get really good at something and then kind of keep it there.
0: That's not and, how life works. Yeah, but I think that's human. Right? <laughs> like you know, it's like but understanding that whatever you do, there, there is change. You evolve.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right? Like, would you? Can you imagine like doing what you've done like ten years ago, fifteen? No. Well, that's years
1: the thing. Ago? And if I kept trying to do that without yeah. changing, you know, that so that was a lesson I had to learn that it didn't matter whether I want. The truth was, change was going to happen. Mm. Now it was just you know, kind of fill in the blank. You know. Uh, if you, if you uh, want to be successful, then you will change, uh, you know, <laughs> you will great. adjust. So just
0: talking about that, something comes to mind, especially connecting online, right? I talked about it in my past podcast recently that you get a friend request, you accept it. And then the next day, <laughs> I know what
1: you're going to say. <laughs> you what, you mean like, they wait till the next day with you?
0: Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get these messages, mm-hmm. right? That the person is And I always, when I accept the front request, I always leave a message, I always say, hey, what's Absolutely. up? Happy I, to have you here. So thank
1: you for connecting. Exactly. Great, yeah. So
0: what are you up to? And I'm looking forward to learning more about you. And then that seems to be the door opener oftentimes that people just drop whatever offer they have?
1: Um, I think they do it anyway. I, I think they would do it even if you didn't, because I think they have it on auto whatever, yeah. that, that once you accept um, their their request, it automatically, that's why I said sometimes it happens right after I accept a request, I, and I, I know it's an auto thing. And sometimes it's the next day or something, and then, then two weeks later Mm -hmm. or, and then a week later, and then three, you know, they've timed it out. It's a, it's a thing. And, and again, is there a time and place for those things when used appropriately, but that's not appropriate what they're, what they're doing.
0: So (laughs) because for me, it feels like they're so desperate to get the next dollar into the, well, they're, they're
1: seeing you as a, uh, you know, cash register as a sale. They're not seeing you as a person, not seeing me as a person, not seeing whoever they're doing that is. And we know it.
0: Yeah,
1: we know. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know.
0: So that's also the difference, right, between those successful people sure. living their truth mm-hmm. and those who just, you know, have it on automation or, you know, do copy-paste, whatever level they're at. Any suggestions on what would be – how would you feel good when somebody connects with you? What, what would make you feel good to even have that conversation? Oh,
1: well, in let's say this is on – let's say it's on LinkedIn. Uh, Mm -hmm. For example, because that's a, uh, you know, you can go through this person's profile and look at what is probably meaningful to that person and have a, you know, make a comment or if you want to ask a question, uh, you know, what have you about that. But uh, I would always go through the person's profile and see what is it that they obviously find to be of value. And I would focus on that and, and, you know, comment about that.
0: Awesome. So connect first, like it's connecting the head and the heart. heart. <laughs> and then come from that place of heart. And I think that's because heart speaks to heart, as you said so yeah. beautifully earlier. So that you really truly have the connection because you never know what what comes out of it. No. Right. I wouldn't go that far that you should be like calculating, just being like open and see how you can support another person because what goes around comes around
1: so so often it does doesn't so, it yeah. it's kind of amazing i think that's another universal law that you know <laughs> you, is, yeah. and
0: <laughs> and I'm, I'm understanding that better and better so when i was an exchange student, my host mom always said that to me like you know when i got upset with something somebody you know didn't <laughs> interact the way i or i didn't get it she was always thought don't worry, it's their loss. What goes around comes around, <laughs> and you know the the order I get, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what you meant, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Yeah,
1: because it can happen in a good way too. Yeah,
0: so we have a couple of people on live. If you have any questions, now is the moment to put them into the comments. Jody, I think your ears might burn because I did ah, just say hello. Jody Mayberry,
1: we were just <laughs> yep, we were just talking about you.
0: We were just talking about you, uh, you and Lee and. Yeah. Awesome. So if you want to know something, put it in now and otherwise we're going to wrap up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's been been great having you as a guest. I'm just so, so grateful and uh, honored that after you attended your conference where I know you got some great insights regarding podcasting, which is funny because of course, like, you know, you have such a wonderful podcast and you do such a great job and you're so well-respected and renowned for your podcast. And yet you're investing money to fly overseas to attend a conference where you can learn more about podcasting. So that's just what people do who are winners, who are successful people. They're, they're always looking for And Jody. I know is I met Jody at, at, at this very conference. Uh, I think it was in Fort Worth. If I recall, um, about I think four years ago or so. And and here's Jody at a, uh, at another one. So he,
0: he has a great podcast. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. I'm so excited that we got to share and yeah, whenever you guys have questions, replay, let us know in the comments (laughs) and otherwise we're just going to say bye from wonderful Florida. What a wonderful interview. I am still beaming from the inside out and I'm so excited that I had the opportunity to hang out with Bob in person, to really dive in deeper on all the wonderful teachings that he provides to the world, all the value he gives. And I'm so excited that I had the opportunity to share that with you today. So you want to hop on over to Schlansky.com, find the podcast tab and the episode with Bob Burke for the Variety Friday. You can find the transcript over there, the show notes, the key points, and all the links to connect with Bob himself. It's just one click away. Make sure you subscribe to Heart Sells Podcast and a wonderful, amazing community is awaiting you to join on Facebook. So hop on over to Facebook if you want to see the live interview, if you want to see how we are actually sitting there, this video, really tune into all the teachings again of Bob and myself. You just want to hop on over to I am Christine Schlansky on Facebook. And there you have the interview. And I'm also inviting you to join the Heart Sells with Christine Schlansky Facebook group. It's a free group where we are creating a community, a movement of heart sellers who want to give their gifts to the world in a very authentic way, in a way that's fun, in a way that's building their businesses, building their dreams and making their dreams come true. So hop on over there. And yeah, sign in. And I can't wait for the next Variety Friday where we will keep talking about your sales success. Um, I'm really happy that you are here, that you are tuning in. If you have any questions, please reach out. It's very simple, info at And I'm here for you to answer your questions, to support you on your way to sales success, to a sales success mindset. And I can't wait for the next Variety Friday. I will provide even more of my personal teachings. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.